Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story about Winella and her scrapbook will be the season finale of season three of Stories for Wonderful Children. I'll be taking August off and will resume in September. I also have a new special project going on, so stay tuned after the episode for news about that. Enjoy the story! girl named Winella, and she lives in a very special house, full of many special rooms. Daddy. But the most special room of all... Can I tell a story after you? Sure. The most special room of all is Winella's room, because it's where Winella lives. Winella had many adventures. And from her adventures, she kept a scrapbook so that she could help herself remember the interesting things that had happened to her. And on this particular morning, she was looking through the scrapbook to look at all the little memories that she had, different things that she had done. She had a little flat piece of Lego glued onto a page to remind her of the amazing machine that she had built. She had an M&M from Candyland glued on a page to remind her of her trips to Candyland. She had a tiny plastic lawnmower glued to a page to remind her of Rich Freddy and every time she had to stop him from polluting to make lawnmowers. She had a forty flower that was pressed and dried and glued onto a page to remind her of the day that she had met Liberty Gibbet in his garden. She had a whoopee cushion on a page to remind her of her adventures with Flip Flop. And then she turned to the next page. On the next page, there was supposed to be the spot where she had put her magic wand carefully stuck to the page. She had figured that inside the scrapbook, the magic wand would both help her remember wand school, and it was also a good hiding place so that nobody like Wally accidentally got into it and maybe might have hurt themselves without knowing what a wand could do. Well, she turned to that page, and she went, (gasps) because the wand was not there. The page was empty. She could see the little blue spots that had held the wand to the page, but they were not there. The wand itself was not there. This is a disaster, said Winella. Could someone have stolen it? Maybe it just fell out. She went over to her bookshelf and looked behind all the books, and she looked in the spot where she had taken the scrapbook from, trying to see whether perhaps the wand had just fallen out she could not find it. Next, she thought that perhaps Wally had taken it, or her mommy had taken it. So she went and asked them, and they both said that they had not seen her wand in quite some time, and that they had no idea where she kept it. Well, Manila sat down and thought. Then she went back, and she looked carefully at the page to see if there were any clues. And then she remembered her detective book about dusting for fingerprints. So she went and she got a 
I watched a rough episode about where the grand prize for the variant of Fetch was stolen, and they had to identify clues to find out who took She took the the, uh, page over to good light so she could see... Fingerprints. Okay, she took the scrapbook over to good light at the window so she could get a good look at the page, and she saw a couple smudges. So she went over to her desk and she got a piece of tape, and she put the tape onto the smudge and she lifted the fingerprint carefully off. And then she went and she got one of her pencils and she chopped the tip off, and then she ground it up into a sort of powdery black stuff, and she gently sprinkled it onto the pieces of tape, and the black stuff did not stick to where the fingerprints were, and so she could see the fingerprints clearly. She looked at them for a moment, and after looking at them for a moment, she could see that they did not look like human fingerprints, because human fingerprints, she knew, went around in sort of a whirl pattern. They sort of look like a giant balloon on the tip of your finger. But these fingerprints were sort of a crisscross X kind of pattern. She did not know what kind of creature had fingerprints. F-R-O-S-T-F-A-I-R-Y. Well, that was her first thought. What is that? Rebecca spelled frost fairy. And that was when Ella's first thought, too. So she went back to her bookshelf and she got a comprehensive compendium of fairies and magical beings. And she looked up frost fairies to see what sort of fingerprints they might have. And she found that frost fairies had fingerprints that looked like little icicles. So she figured it was not a frost fairy. So then she began to ponder who else might want her wand. Her book was really large, and without knowing what sort of being she should look for, she really had very little chance of just happening across a page. That talked about a being with or maybe it fell off into another page. Maybe, maybe. She thought about while she was trying to think of something that might have a cross fingerprint. She tried that. She looked through all the rest of her scrapbook. She looked at the little chip of purple paint that had come off her ceiling fan. Time her ceiling fan had taken her to Technol. She looked. Technol is a Remember the place, place full where of robots. she got her little fan bot? Mm-hmm. Her fan turned into a fan bot? And she... A bot? Robot. And then she looked at the things that Aunt Auburn had given her as souvenirs. But after flipping through everything, she did not find her, her wand. And then... Was it she, small or big? Her wand? Yeah. It was medium-sized. Like about this long? Probably a little shorter than that. What does Vanilla's one look like? Just plain silver? Uh, you know, I don't remember. Probably right around that length. This long? Yeah, probably right around that length. So, anyway. There's a star up the top. I don't want to star up the top. Anyway, she. Most wands are just The wand is missing. The wand is missing at the moment, so I don't know what it looks like. She decided that maybe she should ask around and see if anybody knew of what left X fingerprints. So she went down to ask Sarah May Figment. Sarah May Figment said that she wasn't sure. And 
And so Monella tried just wishing for a hint, and Sarah May Figment said that she thought the hint was that she should look among the elves. And so Monella went back up and started looking through the L. L? What's an L? L. That she has, she has a I thought you said elves. dictionary of magical creatures. And so, oh, I thought you said the letter. I thought you meant the letter And so she looked past the lamprey vampires, and she could not find anything in there about X fingerprints. And she looked at the lemur fairies, and she did not find anything in there about X fingerprints. And then she got to the leprechauns, and she read through the leprechauns, and down near the bottom, they were talking about how leprechauns like to collect things. And then they said, and they sometimes have X-shaped fingerprints. And it went on to say that if you had something stolen by a leprechaun, that you would have to chase the leprechaun down, that leprechauns could be found at the ends of rainbows. And that once you saw one, you must not look away, because as long as you kept looking at the leprechaun, it couldn't disappear. But if you looked away, even for an instant, it could disappear, and you would not be able to find it again. So, Lanella Even if you blinked? uh, No, blinking is okay, as long as you keep looking straight at it. Lanella looked outside to see if there were any rainbows. There were not... But she saw that off in the distance there were some clouds forming. So she went downstairs to check the weather, and it said that it was supposed to rain a little later. So she sat down. She had some lunch. She had Teddy Grahams for lunch. And after that, she thought she heard thunder. So she went up to the roof to ask Joey if he would help her get to the end of the rainbow, if there was a rainbow. And he said, sure. And they watched the storm roll in from the roof. It started to rain, so Anella went inside until the rain. It rained harder and harder, and then it started Did to taper Joey off. Did Joey get inside? And, no, Joey has sort of a little tent that he can put up over his nest, but he doesn't really mind getting wet. It doesn't bother him. Oh, did he put it up today? I think he did, just because he wanted to stay dry since Anella was going to be sitting on his back. Oh. After the rainstorm was letting up, Anella went outside of the roof again, and they saw off in the east a rainbow starting to form. So Anella quickly jumped on Jump. Joey's back, and Joey jumped off the roof and went gliding down and then started to beat his strong wings, and they rose up and went faster and faster toward the rainbow until Manella started to see the colors all around them, the red, blue, orange, yellow, indigo, violet. And then they started to follow. If Joey flew in that curve along the rainbow, he flew up, and then he began to glide down, 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 until they could see a spot below, a green field, and the rainbow came to an end. And it was coming to an end on sort of a big pile of treasure. And all around it, there were little people dressed in green dancing around it. And Joey slid to a stop, and the people yelled, Hey! But Winella and Joey each picked a leprechaun to stare at, and they stared steadily. And Winella said, I've got some questions for you. And she looked from leprechaun to leprechaun, and she said, Which one of you took my wand? And the leprechaun said, We can't tell, we can't tell. And Winella walked 
afraid of Tilapurgan, who seemed to be trying to avoid looking back at her. And she looked at him and she said, Did you take my wand? And the leprechaun said, We can't tell, we can't tell. What do you mean you can't tell? said Winona. It's a surprise, said the leprechauns. And I said, Surprise? You mean a good surprise? Yep, yep, said the leprechauns. Eleanor said, Are you. Uh, I'd like my wand back. And the leprechaun said, It's not finished yet. Fine, said Ronella. Finish it, but I'm not leaving without it. Yes, far, said the leprechauns. And then there was a big boom noise from behind Ronella, and she turned, she and Joey both turned to look, and when they turned to look, their backs were to the leprechauns for just a second, but there was nothing there where the boom had been. When they turned back, the rainbow was gone, and the pile of treasure was gone, and the leprechauns were gone. And when Ella sighed, and she got back on Joey's back, and they flew back up, back towards her house, looking around to see if maybe they saw another rainbow. But they saw no more rainbows that afternoon. They finally got home around dinner time. And they sat down. While they were outside and they didn't see any rainbows, they sat down at the dinner table and they had to wait a couple minutes because Winella's daddy was running late and getting home from work. And then he came rushing in and sat down at dinner. And after... Uh, you know... I'm not sure. Can you, Mom? Uh, we're not going to name him right now. I'll think about it for you. They, Do you think her, they, her name was Personnel? I'm pretty sure it's not Personnel. Anyway, her mom uh, her mom was just serving dinner when her father came rushing in. And he had something in his hands. And he set it down under his chair while they ate. And after they had dinner, eaten dinner, he took it out from one of the chairs, a package, and he slid it over to Winnell, and he said, Here, Winnell. Winnell said, What's this? And her daddy said, It's a surprise. And she opened it up, and there was a box. And she opened up the box, and in it was a wand. And as she looked more carefully at it, she realized it was her wand. It was her wand, but it was different. Her wand had been a plain, straight, silver wand, and this new wand had a glowing tiny bright star at the very tip. Winella said that it hadn't had anything. And Winella said, Daddy, is this? And her daddy smiled and he said, Yep, I got the leprechaun wandsmiths to come and get it and make some alterations to it for your birthday. I think you'll find that when you use it now, it'll be even easier to use. And when else, but it's not my birthday, Daddy. And he said, well, no, it's your half-birthday. But I thought that would make this an even better surprise. And she gave him a big hug, and she tried the wand right then and there. She concentrated, and she waved the wand, and in front of everyone's place at the table, there appeared a small dish of ice cream, each one in their favorite flavor. And she agreed with her daddy that a wand was indeed easier than ever to use. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. 
I hope you've enjoyed listening to this season just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. I'd like to thank Silas Wendelin, who created the logo for the show, and Brandon Thompson, who created the music. Most of all, I'd like to thank my wonderful children, without whom none of these stories would exist. Thank you so much to everyone who has shown their support for the show by leaving a review or by telling a friend or family member about it. When season four restarts after the summer break, there's going to be a new way for you to show your support for the show. There's going to be a link on the Stories for Wonderful Children website that will allow you to subscribe to the show on Buzzsprout. The cost of a subscription will be $3 a month, and as a thanks to my supporters, I intend to tell a new story every month. At the beginning of the month, I'm going to pick a subscriber at random and contact you to find out what you'd like to hear a story about. The new stories that I tell will be posted to a subscriber-only channel on the last Wednesday of every month. If you can't subscribe or don't want to, that's perfectly fine. I'll still be releasing the recorded stories that I told my children every Sunday. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you in September. And don't forget to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.